Welcome to the Boring Lives of Interesting People podcast, episode 66. I am Daniel. And I am Kitty, Lady Lamy's case with Gay Mesmero, the 26th PhD, aka the new little K. I probably should have addressed this before we started recording. <laughs> There's a light buzzing happening from your end. Do you know what that might be? It's, nope. It's like. It's honestly probably my microphone because it's part of my headset and uh, like I never use my microphone. Is it annoying? Eh, listeners can deal. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, uh, uh, loyal listeners may realize that we're doing this more differently than we already have. We've been doing this out of uh, proximity <laughs> to each other for a bit now. Now we're doing this out of country. Yeah. <laughs> where, so where in the world is Katie Little Abby's Cave? the cave? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I am now in London. So you're in London, yes? I am, I am in London, and, and it's fantastic. And you've seen France, correct? I have seen France. <laughs> have you seen anybody's underpants? I have not. Good, okay, great. Yeah. Then the uh, old uh, jaunty tune is uh, moot. But you said you, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend that just got back from the whole, I'd say the whole Europe thing, because he went literally fucking everywhere. And I will have to yeah. ask him about it also. But you said London's super red? Yeah, I really like it. But I think it's it's like a feel thing for me. Cause like, Do you feel Harry Potter in the air? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm just going to go off of all the cliches I know. Fuzzy hats, corgis. I actually have not seen a single fuzzy hat yet. Have you gone near a palace of some sort? No. Oh, well, I hear that's where they hang out. <laughs> I will report back. Please do. <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. I just think France wasn't... Okay, granted, I had a really bad experience arriving there. Oh. Because I didn't sleep on the plane. So I was up for about 20 hours plus another 10 to 15 to actually get to my apartment and settle down and, like, eat and everything. That's a lot of hours. So, yeah, it was... I think that's the longest I've ever stayed up. Um, so it was that, plus it was muggy almost the entire time we were there. So like for the first three weeks, it was just like muggy and hot. And then we had the heat wave and it got to 99 in France. And like with like 50% at least humidity, it was just not a good time. Um, and then here, I had like a really nice travel day. It was like a two hour train ride. We went through the channel and- You say channel? Yeah, the channel tunnel. Oh, so, like, I thought you were like just a... misspeaking, but the way you said no. it so deliberately, <laughs> channel. There's, there's like a little train that goes underneath the channel and it pops back up in London from Paris. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so we got back here, and I was able to check in with no problems, and I just came in, and like, it was good. Our oh, but I do have to address a rather large problem Please. so we're staying in dorms and i didn't know because so it's like an ensuite dorm right so you have your bathroom right there so you can take a shower whenever the fuck you want you can you know go to the bathroom whenever you want however um the i 
I will actually send you pictures right now so you can laugh and then our listeners can do whatever. Um, <laughs> probably upload them somewhere, maybe on the Facebook page or something. I'm concerned it might be defamation. Okay, great. Maybe I won't <laughs> help you defamate. You mean defecate? defamate? You're talking about bathrooms. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, our shower is on top of our toilets. So, like, Wait, they're, they're not separated by anything? So I just sent you the photo. Okay. You'll understand what I mean. And in the pictures, they don't ever show you the bathroom, so you don't really know what you're getting. So I walked in, and I was like, oh, oh, oh my god. It's It feels like a hostel. And, like, I paid extra money to not have to go to a hostel, and I don't know. All right, I'm pulling up the picture. <sighs> At least the building's there we go. sort of secure. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's like it's kind of you, the worst. you could go to the bathroom while you shower. Yeah, I, you it, could. <laughs> does the pipe itself move so you could, in theory, do that? Yeah. Oh, that's... Is that a perk of it, I guess? So, wait, no. the, the drain is just, like, next to the toilet on the floor? Yeah. This is such curious design. And the little... I think there's, like, a little circle right next to the, the toilet. I think that's the vent. But oh. it doesn't work. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that just like so. What? That's super weird. But when I take a shower, it just it like it takes three hours for it to aerate, so I can't use the mirror in there. So I have to like do my make because I didn't bring an extra mirror, so I have to do my makeup in like this little tiny mirror in my palette, my eyeshadow palette, and it's just a bad time. But you know, it's what you get for forty nine pounds a night. <laughs> So. You say you're enjoying the whole thing. What else have you done besides take showers next to toilets and I'm assuming <laughs> learn stuff? Uh, we went to Camden Market today. Um, so that was cool. It's actually a really cool place. I think you'd really, really enjoy it. It's like a gigantic flea market. Like, think Denio's, but like multi-level and like all kinds of like really cool uh, places to eat. And um, the people I was going with, they got these like freshly cracked open coconuts. And... It's pretty tasty. Um, yeah, so we walked around there for a little while, and then we went to platform nine and, th nine and three quarters, but there was a line. <laughs> so, so it's just a line of people trying to run into a wall and then getting yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah. What actually happens at the end of the line, or do you do you not know now? So there's like a little um, cart, and then like you can like jump on it and like act like you're flying through the wall. But that's about it. Like, you just take a picture there, and then you fucking, like, leave. So we were like, okay, never mind. I'm good. Go away, bug. Um, they have bugs in Europe. Interesting. I'm learning a lot today. <laughs> well, okay, so they don't really have bugs in Europe. In France, we, like, all, I think all we had was, like, silverfish. That was, like, the only type of bug I saw. Oh, well, I mean, aside from some spiders. But there are very few. It's kind of weird. But, anyway... Uh, yeah, actually, that was the first bug I've seen since being in London. So, have you met Banksy uh, yet? I hear that's where he hangs out. I have not met Banksy yet. Uh, I don't think anybody knows what Banksy looks like. I have not met the Queen. What are you even doing? <laughs> Sorry. Um, so we went there. Oh, and then we went to this place called Dishoom. It's a an Indian restaurant, and it's like super fucking posh it's 
the best thing. Okay, I've never like like full on had actual Indian food before. This stuff is fucking amazing. Like when you come here, you really have to go to Dishoon. They have several different locations in London, mm -hmm. and um, it's kind of pricey. Like our our overall bill, I think for three people, was ninety five ninety five pounds. What's the um, currency exchange on that? Just for my, I guess I could easily Google it, but you seem to know. It's probably like one hundred twenty bucks. All right. At max. Three people. But like, huh? For three people. For three people, yeah. It's not the worst because like, we also got drinks, not like alcohol, but they were like fancy faux, you know, drinks. Like and you then... get Denny's, but fancy. Yeah, and we also got dessert, and like, we went full out, so... <laughs> but, oh my god, everything there is so fucking good. I haven't had a meal like that probably ever. It's really, really good. So yeah, that's my recommendation. <laughs> oh shit, you're recommending things? Now I gotta teach people stuff? <laughs> uh, I could probably teach someone something. I guess. Go for it. Uh, well, well, okay. What have you been doing? <laughs> uh, well, of course, doing the usual Daniel things, going to shows and going places and that sort of thing. Uh, weird boxes. But uh, one of the shows I went to since we last spoke uh, is a rather atypical one for me. It, I went to a live theater performance of <gasps> uh, Phantom of the Opera. Oh. And it was fucking was incredible. Of course. Oh, it sounds awesome. Uh, I only knew the like the one song and didn't realize I actually knew a second song until they started singing uh, All I Ask of You or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. So, But on the stage, they had this like big cylinder thing that served as their backdrop. And as they went to different scenes, the thing would spin and become like a different <gasps> scene. And then the bottom would open up to reveal like some weird room that became like the interior of some place. And it would close up and become an alley. And it became also a like balcony where they walked down these steps. However, the steps were boards that came out of the wall of this big cylinder <laughs> thing. And they showed up just before they'd stepped down. So the timing had to be perfect. Otherwise, the Phantom and Christine, I think, would just fall to their death. But it, <laughs> just, it was a visual spectacle and just really really fucking cool and i loved it that they didn't like update the sound of the music at all because that soundtrack oh, yeah. and score is 80s and cheesy as fuck and it's great it's amazing yeah but what, um, what that's really cool though one thing that happened that like kind of scared the shit out of us though was this was i don't know two weeks after the manchester thing with the ariana grande show mm -hmm. and i'm yeah. sure that's a fun thing to bring up as you were sitting in uh england <laughs> but uh so why would anyone do anything in Sacramento? It would be beyond me. But, you know, people are, can still be scared, and we were one of them. Because right before the last song, the big number, they're doing some uh, some scene, and he takes her off, and they run off stage, and the lights come on, and someone starts screaming, call 911 from the floor. Uh. And, yeah, so everyone starts standing up. People are pulling out their phones, getting ready to make some calls, and, I don't know, run and shit, and just the whole mood changed. And Katie Bear and I just sit there, and we're kind of glancing down doesn't seem like any super dangerous stuff but people are still you know freaking out and right. somebody eventually gets taken out of the auditorium and we're sitting there for a while and there's an announcement that's like good evening folks there's been a medical uh, emergency and we're gonna take a brief break while we <laughs> suss it out or something so we're like okay cool <laughs> there's a bunch of like faux gunshots throughout the show 
so I think the last one scared the shit out of someone, and maybe they had a heart attack. Uh, That's my theory. Yeah. We're not able to confirm that. I'm sure as we, if as we left, if we went, hey, what happened? They couldn't like say anything. Right. <laughs> so I'm just assuming that's what happened. But there was like a five minute break. They announced the show, like finish up. They did the last song, did the last scene, came out, did the bow, and it was it was still great. But that was scary. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just because that was fresh in our minds. Yeah. But mind you, like, you know, it's Sacramento. Nothing's going to happen. Like, my, my parents <laughs> uh, flew down to Arizona to visit my grandma. Uh, actually, they were supposed to fly down. But my mom got scared with all the stuff going on in the news, and they wound up driving down. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think anything's going to happen in Tucson, where they flew into, nor uh, would have flown into, nor Sacramento, where they would have flown out of. But, you know, mom got scared. You know what? She felt better. So, that's all that matters, I guess. I'm... Okay, so it's gonna sound weird, but I'm I'm happy that you guys are concerned because being here, where shit like that can happen at the at the drop of a hat, you don't realize how fucking isolated the United States is until like you come to Europe, like because. All they have to do is just fucking like take a couple boats, a couple trains, and they're here, right? Whereas with the United States, it's a lot more difficult to just like find your way there. <laughs> so y'all are isolated and fine, and unless they take over all of the planes, you're good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I, f- I figure that is happen. the case. <laughs> <laughs> like I always like this is kind of a, a weird dark thought I have, but I always think about how long the united states has been at war with like various countries in the middle east and if things flip the other way and we were invaded just how much united states there is that would still just not get hit for a really long time and once it got to the middle i mean people roll up on their pickup trucks and take shit in their own hands and this would be the day they've been waiting for but right (laughs) but you know our, our coast would be iffy yeah our coast would be fucked um, but I don't know. I don't want to discuss military tactics on That's a podcast. Fine. That's fine. We'll get flagged and I'm not down <laughs> for that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just, I'm glad that I had the experience of like understanding the difference in both culture and proximity to other cultures. <laughs> Because that's not something you get in the United States. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Like you don't. You don't get other culture in the United States. It's it's only American culture that you ever experience. Um, so. Yeah. What's the scene like as far as the view of over here? Because I feel like right now it's just got to be fucking easy to take shots and have them all be accurate. Do you know what I mean? So, interesting story. Please. <laughs> so, me and um, Geneva, the person I came to um, to London on the on the channel with, we got a cab after we came back. And um, our cab driver recognized that we were Americans. And... You didn't try like and claim super... Canada? No, we probably should have though. I hear that's the trick. This guy, but, yeah. So this guy starts off real fucking nice. Like he's 
he's super um, personable and like he, he was trying to make conversation and then all of a sudden he starts talking about how like how all of the Muslims in the UK need to have their citizenships like all the Muslims born in the UK need to have their citizenship citizenships revoked and all their families need to too because you know if they go back at the end of the day and they talk to their families about all this you know ISIS shit then they're obviously part of the problem and I'm just I couldn't I couldn't fucking speak I was <laughs> I know and I wasn't expecting it at all and I'm so glad that Geneva was there because I would have just I I would have fucking blown up at him <laughs> oh it was so fucking awkward because I was just like you voted for Brexit, didn't you? <laughs> was he like assuming you were some middle America? Like, yeah. Uh... We told him we were from California, and well, I we did say Southern California, so I'm sure uh... that was because he did ask those preliminary questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I just it was it was an upsetting start to my London adventure, but it got better because we went to Tesco's. What Tesco's is, is company. What is Tesco's? It's like it's like the Walmart of this place, but it's not quite as bad. <laughs> Super stoked about the the overseas <laughs> Walmart. <laughs> well, okay, so like, cause I watched um, I watched this uh, one vlog channel for a while on YouTube, uh, and so like I I know several of the the stores that are like around here, and I used to watch a couple beauty channels of people who like lived in London so like I'm familiar with those places so like when I go to a place that has a familiar name it makes me feel better so. <laughs> I yeah. mean when we go uh, over my like one thing high on my list I want to do in, in England is I want to go to Birmingham just because that's where Black Sabbath's from I hear it's a shithole but I want to go there <laughs> and just feel the air and be like ah this is where it's all started we can go now because we're going to get stabbed but this is still neat <laughs> yeah I feel it because, like, I mean, not on the same level of, like, I want to go to a place just because that's where it's from. But, like, I, like the main attraction for me is the globe. Because, like, after after uh, stage managing, I was just, like, blown away by the whole process. And, like, I really appreciate Shakespeare now, whereas I didn't before. But um, I think that's probably another reason why I like London more than Paris. By the way, there was that judgment made. <laughs> so what that you liked London more than the other, or yeah, more than Paris, yeah. Did you get to do the uh, artsy things in, in Paris, Louvre? Yeah. Anything cool? It's fine. Oh, it's fine. All right. Like, it's just a lot. Like, I've never, I've never, I guess, looked at marble sculptures before, and that was like fascinating to me. I think sculptures are probably some of my favorite art now. And they're really cool, and it's amazing how much stuff they have. However, they have a lot of stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> you have to, like, devote an entire day to go through the entire thing. And we didn't do that. We came... So, like, on Fridays after 6, it's free for students, but it only stays open till like, 9. So we just kind of... Like a marathon, you have to run through it. Yeah, we just, like, waltzed around a couple exhibits, but... um I'd like to go to the Louvre again and see everything. Um, but, like, I don't know. I the So, as we were walking through Camden, 
today. I was... I came upon the realization that, like, I think I don't like Paris because the people there are so reserved. Like, reserved and, like, quiet and withdrawn and... Like, on one hand, it's really nice because then people don't bother you. But on the other hand, there's a certain liveliness that we are um, comfortable with in the United States that they have in London that they don't have in Paris at all. Um, so I think it was just a little bit off-putting for me. So when I was just doing anything at all, it felt like such a chore in Paris. So, yeah. <laughs> I I will have to experience it myself because I, I think I know what you mean, but, you know, it's actually being in it probably going to make yeah. it click uh and the real important sorry go ahead oh no no it's just that like it's it's totally personal personal like i don't know if you're gonna feel the same way i i can't i can never imagine somebody feeling the same way like it because the people that i traveled with did the same things as me but we ended up having different preferences like the guy that we were traveling with prefers paris and i mean i don't know how the girl feels but Whatever. I think she just likes both cities equally. <laughs> Alrighty, with the real question, Euro Disney. How was that? It was good. Okay. I liked it overall. Good talk. However, <laughs> do you not want to know specifics? No, no, no. I'm down for specifics. Okay. So, I think that there... So, like, the entire park is flat. So, you're not going to have the multi-level being able to see, like, um, only one section of the park at a time. Like, you can almost see across the entire park, uh, which is kind of weird. I never okay. thought about also, that. Also, it's kind of an exaggeration, but <laughs> like, you can see from one end of an area to the far end of, of it. So, like, Fantasyland, if you stand on the edge, you can see the other end of Fantasyland, which is really, really weird. Um, it kind of threw me off. But they do have Alice in Wonderland Maze, which is really, really cool, and um, I think you guys will have a lot of fun with that. Um, they have... So their Haunted Mansion is is actually quite cool. It's dark, like the Haunted Mansion used to be in Anaheim. Mm -hmm. um, but the, the thing that struck me about that is the little waiting area. They have, like... They decorate it... They decorated it like a regular haunted house would be. Like, if you were to stumble upon a house that might look haunted, like, the landscaping is just, like, kind of kind of overgrown. Like, there's a couple statuettes here and there, sort of lopsided. It's not, like, fully landscaped like you would find in, like, actual Disneyland. So, I... Like, I was super taken out of it. It felt like... It didn't feel like a Disneyland park. It just felt like an amusement park to me. Um, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I think I do. I never really thought about that with the uh, haunted mansion. If it's supposed to be abandoned, then it should be not nice. But maybe the ghouls take care of it. <laughs> right. Well, that's what I was. That was my reasoning. But even <laughs> so, like, it's just like it wasn't overgrown. Overgrown. It was just like a couple plants here that weren't maintained, and then like just gravel everywhere else. <laughs> so <laughs> it was weird. Um. Thunder Mountain was closed, uh, so we didn't get to go on that. And Pirates of the Caribbean was closed, so we didn't get to go on that. Um, but Space Mountain and Indiana Jones 
I have tips for you. Please. You shouldn't have a problem because you're not as tall as the guy that was with us. But the guy that was with us um, hurt his back really, really bad because the rides are not created for um, for tall people. My recommendation to you and Katie, as you are generally my size, keep your head back. So, like, in the States, it's not so much of a deal because, like, number one, the roller coasters in Disneyland don't go upside down. Mm-hmm. Every roller coaster in um, in Paris goes upside down. Uh, Space Mountain has a corkscrew. A really tight corkscrew. So, <laughs> if that's not your thing, <laughs> be wary. It's still fun. Like, I think it took me three times to actually get used to it, but... Um, still go on it it's a good time it's a lot faster a lot faster Um, so when you go on it in the I would recommend going on it in the daytime and then at night at night I think it's the perfect speed even though it's incredibly overwhelming and scary and you don't have time to scream (laughs) (laughs) but like just the the format of the ride and um, it makes it easier I think because like when it's slower, you have time to catch your breath and get uh, dizzy, whereas with the faster time you don't, so you don't feel it quite as bad. Um, let's see, Indiana Jones. It shakes you around a lot, so definitely like stay relaxed and stay with your head back. Because uh, I I naturally tense up and like move myself forward, <laughs> and I got my head got banged around like really fucking bad <laughs> so just be wary of that right. also height clearances uh they don't seem to have like safety protocols on their building <laughs> so um just be careful of like where your hands are and where your head is they they have um pull downs like they would at like a regular amusement park for this one because you know everything goes upside down so like it's harder to like actually move does but, indy go yeah. upside down yeah it does so like that one the jeep that one's like just a regular rolls or is it even a jeep it's not a jeep it's an outside ride oh yeah it's kind of weird but it's cool alright yeah yeah the atmosphere was the biggest thing for me so don't like go in expecting it to feel like Disneyland An- Anaheim and you'll be fine okay that's is actually because that's what tip. I was expecting yeah it's like it's kind of like Disneyland back in the 50s. Have you ever seen pictures of that? I have, yeah. Yeah, so it's like that. Alright. Cool, cool. Yeah. So that'll probably be one of our days there still. No, yeah. I think it's worth going to. It's just, you know, you gotta you gotta realize that it's not American. Oh, and the people don't smile at you. Because, like, they have different labor laws here. Mm-hmm. So it's not it's not the fully immersive, like, oh, welcome to Disneyland. It's like, Enjoy your ride. <laughs> That's okay. That might be actually the most disheartening part of it, because everyone there just seems like be... super stoked. But yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. Okay. Just I don't know. Like if so if that's of, like one of your favorite job. things about Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> think of it just like a normal retail job. No, they're a little happier than that because they yep. still get you know like the. 15 to 30 minute shifts and then they get to take a break but like so Disneyland Paris was placed there basically against France's will (laughs) so like a lot of people don't like it 
and I don't know how the people who work there feel, but, um, you know, it's the same thing, I think, as in the States. It's a lot of, like, striving actors, because a lot of them are, like, really, really beautiful and, like, <laughs> good at presenting themselves and everything, and they know English fairly well, because, you know, that's their job, but, um, yeah, so just be careful with your emotions and oh, Disneyland. Okay, I'll put my emotions <laughs> in my pocket. Uh, speaking of emotions, I had something happen on Sunday last week that wound up being surprisingly emotional that I was not expecting. Okay. So do you know what the ID10T festival is? Or rather no. was? It was the, uh, a festival curated by Chris Hardwick of Nerdist and everything in the fucking Suns fame. <laughs> uh, where it was a Comic-Con mixed with a concert, like a music festival mixed with a comedy show. So he went to Shoreline Amphitheater and had bands on the main stage, had a big tent that had panels, had a bunch of like little sort of canopy pop-up things where like comic vendors and artists and like cosplay people all had booths out there. And then he had another tent that was just comedy. And we went Sunday and there was two days and the second day had panels that were people from Futurama. So I had Billy West, um, Maurice LaMarche, and Phil Lamar, and just hard work talking to them. And then there was like a Q&A. By the way, I know you've been to actual San Diego Comic-Con before. Mm-hmm. There should be a rule at every panel where people cannot ask what an actor, comedian, whatever's favorite episode is, or if they yeah. could take a selfie with them, or advi- yep. advice for starting out. Those three questions should be off the table all the time. The problem with that is that they would have to screen questions before they go up and I don't think they want to invest the staff to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. What are you ask? No, sit down. What are you going to ask? No, sit down. Uh, but they had the Futurama panel which was really cool because Billy West is Fry and then they had the guy that did Morbo and all these other mm-hmm. things and then um, Hermes. But then the next one Maurice LaMarche was also at and it was Animaniacs Live. So <gasps> they had the voice of Yakko there. Uh, Ron something i forget his last name but he did the voice of yakko and and because it's a panel you know they're there to promote something so the futurama one was there to promote this uh futurama game that's now on like phones that's basically just simpsons tapped out or like a farm bill or something i I, i'm currently playing it yeah it's annoying but it's fun (laughs) uh but it's you spend most of the game not playing the game waiting for other shit you can do that way it eggs you into trying to uh, pay for it not going to do that but um, the second one was for Animaniacs Live, which I guess is the thing the guy is going out and touring with a, pian- a pianist and maybe an orchestra. I forgot that. I don't know if that part was like a one-off thing. But he goes up, he tells stories about how the show is made, how songs are written, and then the guy who's playing piano wrote all the songs. So then during this panel, he kind of gave a preview of that and busts out into songs. So he did a song about the universe. Uh, he closed the show by doing Countries of the World. And watching like a thousand hipsters all lose their fucking cool because they all became nine <laughs> years old again was right. unbelievable and then like Maurice LaMarche who was just kind of there as an ancillary guest he's also the voice of the brain and the guy that does Yakko also does Pinky so then they did Pinky and the Brain <gasps> oh my god it was it was really intense actually <laughs> just because like that's... chills childhood regressing ah what's happening oh yeah totally that's awesome so cool and th- those two panels were added like last minute and we mainly went for the comedy because the they had some sale through live nation that was just like a, a bullshit quote holiday to celebrate concert tickets the way you buy more tickets through them so they were right. only 20 bucks a pop 
and they had a comedy show there and twenty dollars for any comedy show is a great deal because usually there's a two drink minimum and stuff as you know from when we went to some eugene merman thing yeah that's true pretty good friends i want to say that was um but yeah i think it was yeah so the comedians they had were april richardson was hosting then they had uh, a couple comedians who I, whose names I'm not recalling, but I remember them from watching At Midnight a couple times, or them mm-hmm. being on there a couple times. Then Hardwick came out and did some comedy. Then Brian Posehn, who is one of my favorites, host of Nerd Poker. I have his face on my bass strap that I have in an enamel <laughs> pin. Yeah, they, Earwolf did some enamel pins of various hosts, so I have a Brian Posehn and a Paul F. Tompkins, and he's on my base. Nice. Uh, nice. And then it was headlined by Garfunkel and Oates, who came out and did musical comedy songs, which was worth the price of admission alone. Hell yeah. And then on the actual, like, um, music stage was uh, some bands I don't, we didn't actually catch, but then the ones we saw were Crystal Castles, who everyone was really excited about us seeing to the point where people text me asking how they were. I didn't really get it. <laughs> It was a guy, a girl, and a drummer, and the guy was playing, like, keyboards, but with beats also backtracked and all this stuff, and just kind of d- jumping around dancing. She was just kind of moaning into a microphone that was highly processed, and then the drummer was just, like, kind of doing a drum solo. And it was that for an hour, and I didn't really understand what was going on or why it was cool. But we left and got garlic fries during that time. And yes. Then came back, and we watched the Animal Collective, who were really cool. They're really weird, but they're really cool. And then TV on the radio for a little bit. but And that night was headlined by Girl Talk, who just does live mashups. So we went home before them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, like, the panel side of it, or not the panel, the actual like con side of it was really cool. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. Like the 501st Legion was out there. So there was like people in like <gasps> legit-ass Jawa costumes and stormtroopers and shit. Awesome. And I really hope there's another one of these because it was a lot of fun. And I would absolutely go again next year and go to both days and recommend fucking music-y nerds go to this because it was a lot of fun and then you know the panel there's pinky in the brain right there in the flesh where was it at it was in uh mountain view at shoreline he wanted to do oh, a, okay. a con in uh it's silicon valley so that's the biggest place he could find i guess and <laughs> but when we were in line for the comedy show we look over and uh the guys that do pinky in the brain were just like walking around getting hot dogs and posing for pictures of the people and we're like oh my god this is super weird <laughs> Just because so cool, everyone though. is interested in everything else there. So it wound up being like this big thing. We're just like, it's a good time. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You have me interested. I would like to go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, you like the con side of things and comedy's funny. And uh, depending on the music, like honestly, the music on day one was a lot better. Even though they're like not bands I love. It was like Weezer and OK Go and somebody else I would have watched. And day two, oh, also the panel tent at night becomes, or night's a strong word, uh, at like 4 p.m. <laughs> no, because at like 4 p.m. when all the panels are done, it just yeah. becomes uh, an EDM tent. And oh my God. it just breaks out into a fucking rave. And like all the lights that had, all these screens that had just like clips of the show just start flashing with strange imagery. And just like there's a guy jumping up and down behind a table and people losing their fucking minds. And it was kind of great to see. <laughs> oh, and other panels that day that we skipped were uh, Portlandia, just because it was at the same time as the comedy that we were supposed to line up, and then the exact same time as the comedy was Harmontown, which I heard some people were upset they had to pick between. I don't get the Dan, Dan Harmon thing, but he was there. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I would highly recommend going if there's another one and you're around to do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. 
Oh. Oh, what else have I done today? Or in the last? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we haven't we haven't done one of these in like two months, but let's just I know. talk about today. We ate nachos. Um. Uh, what did we do in Paris? Oh, we went to Marseille. So, that's in the south of France, and it's like, um, really fucking hot. It it's. <sighs> It's, like, not a nice hot, either. It's kind of like San Diego on a bad day. Oh, that's not <laughs> But fun. we did go when it was, like, really, really warm. I don't know. And it was windy the first day. So, like, there was just, like, sand everywhere. Um, but it's, like, it's just, like, a tan city. And it's really, really dirty. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. Because, like, the second day, uh... I literally just stayed inside in the air conditioning and played video games. So, yeah. our hotel was really nice. I enjoyed that. Um, I probably won't go to Marseille again. Uh, <laughs> so, don't do that place. Yeah. Okay, went to Strasbourg, which I didn't fully appreciate until we actually like went through the class a little bit. Because apparently the European Court of Human Rights, I think, is in Strasbourg. That's pretty cool. And... Uh, yeah, and we could have seen that. However, we went like two weeks early, <laughs> so. Um, sorry, my feet are peeling, and it's really gross. Gross. I got distracted. Yeah. <laughs> by just by peeling your feet. Yeah. Are you someone that if uh, you get a sunburn, you just have you just like kind of love the peeling part of it? It depends on how bad the sunburn is. If it's like, if it's really bad and it's actually like peeling, peeling, yeah, I am definitely one of those people. <laughs> Like, I pick my scabs all the time. Have and you not I, noticed that? No, I, I mean, I don't focus on your scabs, but it doesn't, it doesn't surprise I'm me. I'm offended. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, my scabs are over here. Um, sorry. Uh, okay, so we're going to Nice this next weekend. I don't want to go back to France, but the one of the girls who went to this program did not go to France, so she wants to go there. So that'll be exciting. Um, and I'll, I'm sure I'll have stories for you. I want you to make a French person laugh and do that laugh that is the cliche French people laugh. They don't laugh like that. They, I need you to find where these cliches and stereotypes <laughs> come from. Because if you don't, I will. And it'll be uh, more of a, an in, international incident if I do, because I want to tickle somebody. <laughs> find a guy with a tiny so, mustache and ha oh. The only... Parisian thing that I found to be like really fucking true. Baguette? Well, okay, there's a couple things, but a couple of them I don't know that like it's okay. So the thing that I noticed was when they're deciding something or like they they don't really know the answer to something, they go (laughs) 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 and like uh, it's just the funniest fucking thing to actually witness it. Like when you go to when you go to Paris, I want you to watch for people who do that. Like when they're when they're deciding something, pay attention to them, and then at some point they're gonna go, <laughs> and it's gonna be great. Like like um, oh, fuck, I don't know. I'll have to like find a video of it for you because I don't know that I you can it really translates over audio, but um, but yeah, they do like a. A, a, a guttural sound, and then they're they're like, "Well, uh, well, uh. 
but in French, so. Uh... <laughs> I'm just so, imagining yeah. uh, parts of Fodou Fafa by the Fly of the Concords. Oh, baguettes. Baguettes! <laughs> also, baguettes, yes. That is, yeah, that is the thing. How common is the cheese and bread and shit? So, bread's everywhere. Cheese is mostly everywhere, and so is wine. Um, but but uh, bread is, like, really fucking cheap there, and so are um, animal products and meat. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I think we were getting steaks, like, really fucking tender steaks, really good steaks, for, like, $4 a packet. Damn. And they were just, like, they were, like, really big steaks, too. Um, so meat is really cheap. Uh, actually, I don't know that any food was all that expensive, unless you, like, ate out. Because eating... At, like a restaurant is actually quite expensive like it's 13 to 20 euro um, a person so <laughs> you know uh, but alcohol is very cheap there too um, I think it's like I think coke is more expensive than alcohol so what? <laughs> yeah it is like a, a glass of wine is like four to, four euro so fuck water's more expensive than coke here yeah god yeah. Um, let's see. Have you seen any films in your adventures or had time to do any of that stuff? I watched Wonder Woman. As did I. Uh, it was great. I really liked it. Uh, I had a couple problems with it, but honestly, I don't remember the movie enough right now to talk about it. Okay, so. that's fair. <laughs> Um, did you like it? I did. Uh, I also had some problems with it, but mine weren't exactly... I don't know. Like, I, like I was willing to argue with people about it just because I was kind of bored. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, spoilers for those who have not seen Wonder Woman. The whole, like, love story side of it I thought was a little forced, but also it's a big Hollywood movie and it's in fucking everything. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. Like, the whole thing at the end where she realizes love kind of conquers negativity and kills the guy like yeah that bothered me it's a supposed lot. to be romantic. i actually hated the ending oh i thought the ending was super weird i also was really bothered by when it cut to that dude who was also in harry potter when uh he was being <laughs> defeated in the original battles <laughs> he is and here's in the prison with his shirt off and he still had the mustache he yeah. was fucking jacked and still had that stupid mustache so funny that was like i laughed out loud at that yeah they should have had two different actors for him. Like, I don't know why they didn't. Or either. at least shaved him. I don't like, know. He could have exploded into some big, just like, like faceless monster and it would have been fine. Or and like, he should have. Just become the thing when he was wearing like this goofy night outfit. Like, just call that done and don't take off his helmet. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little ridiculous. But um, I, I was genuinely surprised though that that was who it was like i saw it maybe five seconds before it happened so i thought he played a really good non-assuming character yeah that um, was a good reveal however <laughs> he should not have remained that character <laughs> i wonder if there's like a cut where they edited some cgi monster man into it and he's like nope it's in my contract i get to be the monster man they're like what that could have happened Look yeah at you. can you at least like grow a beard nope mustache only <laughs> So no, not even no mustache is an option. Mustache only. <laughs> that was cool though. I, I'm excited for what comes next. Like I, I am already looking f more forward to the sequel than I was to this one. 
just because the story will be established. She'll be fucking Wonder Woman doing cool shit. And that's what I liked about uh, the Wonder Woman movies. When she was already Wonder Woman off the island doing cool shit. I didn't like that she was fascinated by babies and ice cream. And yeah, the whole fish out of the whole fish out of water thing. I'm super over. She's established. She's in the world. She knows what like cell phones are. Do do something cool now. Yeah, I mean, the, I'm excited I, for Aquaman. <laughs> I am oddly excited for Aquaman also. Jason Momoa is bae. <laughs> is that? I'm assuming that's Aquaman who is also in Game yeah. of Thrones. That got same dude. He's beautiful. He's such a beautiful man. That is a good looking man. Oh. It's gonna be a good movie. <laughs> if nothing else, uh, there's a joke to be made about Aquaman and wetness here, but I just can't make the connection yet. <laughs> it's all right. In my part of the world, it's always almost midnight, so you know what? You have an excuse here. That, that's fine. Yeah, if we need to cut this short, we absolutely can, because I, I mean, I'm personally not a creature of the night, but I, I don't know what your deal is. Also, um, it is I midnight, mean, and you're just yelling into a, a, a laptop or something, so. It's cool. They kept me up yesterday, so they can fucking deal. Oh. Uh. <laughs> uh. I also finally saw no, Guardians. I should be fine. Oh. Oh? How yeah. do you feel? I, I uh, thought the beginning five minutes were a little obnoxious, but I also yep. thought it was played well. In that, well, like, I... From before the credit team has started, I was sick of Baby Groot. Before the movie started, I did not want anything to do with him. And then when he's going through and being just childish and dancing and all the actions happening off screen, I'm actually really into that. Like, not so much Baby Groot dancing, just everything happening but in the pouting. background. Yeah, and cutting yeah. in. I thought that was great. I thought so, too. But, but yeah, I was extremely annoyed with Groot at that point. Why is like, he an idiot? <laughs> like, isn't he just supposed to be reincarnated as himself again? Why does he have to relearn yeah. everything? Does his intelligence not stay within his little bark that survived Probably in the pot? Not. That yeah. But that doesn't make any sense though, because he's like totally imprinted on on Rocket. So I don't know. I don't know the lore of Groot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Sorry. I don't. I don't know either, and I don't care enough to look into it. But uh, I thought it was pretty solid, and. Uh, then we went to the Wizard World thing that happened in Sacramento. I uh, won tickets to that, so we went there, and Michael Rooker was there, and it was weird to see him in real life and not blue. <laughs> we didn't, like, walk up to him or anything, but he was there signing stuff, and he's, I don't know, he's just Michael Rooker. He's a real-life guy, but I, I've only seen him when he's blue because yeah. I don't watch Walking Dead or anything. I think that's what I like about Comic-Cons is, like, I don't know. They make it so that they're real people and like you can actually see them with your own two eyeballs and treat them like real people except a lot of people don't yeah i, I feel like but that... they have options there <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that might have been i had a kind of a, a brief silent interaction with lou ferrigno when we were there because oh, uh, nice. <laughs> it was sunday when we actually wound up going because the same weekend as the davis music festival and that was like our priority so we won weekend passes, but yeah. only went Sunday. Because honestly, you've been to the Sacramento one. Do you need three days? Unless you're hitting all the panels. I don't, you, I don't think so. You need zero days. But yeah. that's just my... <laughs> uh, well, it was free, so it was worth it. Like, I don't think yeah. I'd, I'd pay 40, 50 bucks to go to that thing no. again. But uh, So we were walking by the, the signing areas. And unless it was like Kevin Sorbo, there was like no one really in line. Like, Ahura had like one person at her booth and Aww. well she'd also kind of been there a while so i think maybe the line already dissipated oh. 
but like Lou Ferrigno was just there all day at his table and we walked by after hitting some booth and I glanced over at him and he was down looking at something and he looked up saw me looked back down did a double take and then just followed me as we walked by and I kept glancing <laughs> over my shoulder and I was like why did why is Lou Ferrigno mad at me. He's gonna take you out. And I, I told Katie, I'm like, I think Lou Ferrigno is just staring me down. She's like, I think that's just what he looks like. <laughs> Fantastic. So I didn't know if I should go, like, say hi and pay the ten dollars to get him to sign something I don't really want, but I, I just kept walking and yeah, I think I yeah. made him angry. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, well, he goes to all of those things though, like. Mm -hmm. Because he used to go to, um, before it was Silicon Valley Comic Con, it was uh, Big Wow. Mm -hmm. He used to go to all the Big Wows. And, like, he used to go to, I think he went to Sack Anime a couple of times. And I think he went to some of the other ones that that whole group uh, orchestrates. Um, so, yeah, I think he's used to it. I think he was just bored. Yeah, he's probably staring he me down for fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would. If I was, yeah. like, known as being, uh, like kind of a scary kind of monster thing and i could just put that face on anytime i wanted to fuck with people i absolutely would oh yeah of course uh, i've been meaning to ask you about something do you okay. know about the band dream car no it is the three people from no doubt that are not gwen stefani and then it's fronted <laughs> by the singer of afi and it's they oh. they sound super 80s actually that sounds fan. That sounds my right up my alley. Yeah, I was wondering about that. I watched them play in like the Coachella stream or something like that, and I'm like, is that that one guy? And I, I looked oh it up, and God. it absolutely was. They're called Dream Car. And beautiful together. <laughs> you think this it would have like image? <laughs> Did you oh you saw them in all their crazy suits? Yeah. Isn't it fucking great? <laughs> They put on this whole front of them just being like this 80s kind of band, but like wearing lounge suits. And it's, they're pretty good and like really danceable kind of 80s pop rock stuff. And if you didn't know about them, now you do. And now that's my recommendation to you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Now I get to sue over Davy Havoc again. <laughs> I love this man. <gasps> they're going to be here in London on the 23rd of August. <laughs> I'm assuming you will not be there. Yeah. No. They did a pretty small tour uh, here a couple months ago, and they played Slims. I think it sold out, but like it was, it still seemed like kind of a small room for the people involved. Yeah. I mean, it's not Gwen Stefani, but it's some no doubt. And I guess they said they're oh. like they weren't going to do no doubt soon songs that sound completely different, and they stuck right. to that. Apparently, they're going to be in Santa Ana on the 11th, though. I might purchase those tickets because that sounds fucking great. Okay, sorry. No, it's no, fine. You distracted me. <laughs> no, we've opened up a whole new can of worms for you. It's fine. <laughs> Glad I could help. I have, I've literally never listened to any other songs, and I'm still gonna, you know, considering buying tickets. It's only twenty-seven fifty. <laughs> You're just gonna go look at uh, Havoc. What's his name? Yeah, Danny Havoc. Uh, Davy Havoc. Davy Havoc. Does he still got it? But his. Can he still get it? He's. Well. I don't think so. I think he's I think he's like Kinsey scale five. <laughs> I'm not real sure. For a while he, he was bi, but I think he's mostly just been dating men, so I don't think he can. Well, he can still look at I don't know. Him, yeah. He's a beautiful man. And that <laughs> isn't fully what I intend to do, is just stare at him. <laughs> he might sing. 
Who knows? Yeah. I mean, he does have an extremely beautiful voice as well. Um, I don't really know why I'm looking him up right now. I don't remember why I was... Anyway. I just... It's all good. It wasn't just to look at him. I don't remember why I was looking at him. Anyway. So that's a thing that's gonna happen in my ears later tonight. Cool. Dream car. Good name, too. I like that name a lot. It's simple. It's effective, though. Yeah. Um, he, he had a side project with uh, Jade Puget from AFI called Sex Cells, but it was like C-E-X, C-E-L-L-S. Because uh, he's clever. I don't like that, though. <laughs> oh, rude. What? You don't appreciate his brilliance. <laughs> Open up. Like, uh, no, I've, I've got nothing. Like, I, I could pull this... <laughs> sort of thing with so many bands or artists but I've got nothing for AFI <laughs> I only think I know about them at all because of you yeah probably that's fine it's oh oh sorry their name is Black Audio but their album was Sex Cells <sighs> whatever I just pulled I'm up not his... like I'm apparently not the best fan I don't know <laughs> yeah, I pulled up his wiki and I didn't see that but I just assumed wiki was wrong but it's fine no 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 I mean, thank you for having that much faith in me, but no, I was wrong. Oh, uh, I didn't actually make a list for this, by the way. So I just saw I'm top just, of head. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. It's fine. I'm you going through another the, one. I've been like listing things since we last recorded, just being like, no, I don't think there's much of a story there. Not much of a story there. I mean, I do still have to take a shower, and then I have to wake up at eight. So we should probably call it soon, but okay. I can do another episode in like two weeks. That works for me. Uh, I've got just like one more thing. I guess it'd be call it my recommendation sure. or two more things then. Uh, I went up doing something really cool. Uh, Never Not Funny, my favorite podcast. The one, one of which this is based on and like kind of the whole idea of just shooting the shit, sort of catching up. Um, it did a show in San Francisco at the Punchline, and when they go out on the road, if they don't go out with their in-studio crew, which features like a guy that produces video, and then just like an intern that looks shit up, they call on fans to fill in the intern position. It's called Garen for a Day, because the guy's name is Garen Cockrell. That's so great. And they were looking for a Garen for a Day on that particular show, and I tweeted them, and they responded to me, and they hired me to be their intern for the day. So there's going to be an episode of Never Not Funny in the, quote, Players Club, which is, like, behind their paywall, where I am featured talking to Jimmy Pardo about metal and confusing him about what metal injection is <laughs> and all this stuff. And I'm asked to look up a few things and chime in occasionally, and it was just, like, a lot of fun to be part of that. And uh, That's incredible. Yeah, it was really, really fucking cool. Super weird, but really cool. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up, have you heard of the movie Baby Driver? No. It is the new Edgar Wright movie, the guy that did Shaun of the Dead, Scott Pilgrim, uh, okay. all that stuff. It stars Ansel, or I don't know his last name, Ansel something. He's like a young guy who plays a getaway driver. And it also has Jamie Foxx, John Hamm, Kevin Spacey, and a handful of other people that are really familiar, but I can't pull their names to save my life. And it's just, like, a really cool heist movie, but all the heists are set and, like, cut to the, like, beat of songs because the guy driving always has earbuds in listening to music. And it's, That's illegal. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's totally illegal, but he's also <laughs> driving a getaway car, so it's probably okay. 
Yeah, but it's it's just like a really fucking just crazy Edgar Wright movie, and it's really cool. And I saw it yesterday, and it's kind of got like a a mile. It's not like a huge movie. It doesn't have like the blockbuster heft behind it. So because it's an Edgar Wright thing, and all his things are kind of culty, and it's a uh, one of his cool culty yeah. movies. And that's my recommendation for all of our listeners: see Baby Driver. I will probably do that here. Cool. Because it it apparently came out on my birthday here in London. So there's that. Happy birthday, me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How was a, were you birthing day over there? Or was that? Yeah. How was that? Uh, Oh, that you went to Disneyland. That's right. Well, we went to Disneyland that weekend, but um, on the actual day of uh the judge that we were learning under had a speech at the American Library in Paris, and it was about um, judicial integrity, uh, which was really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and we ate at Le Toucanem, which is like a, a British pub right next to where we were staying in Paris. And I got um, this like special French cow meat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but it's like it was like branded meat, so it's like Kobe beef, but like the French version or whatever. It was good. It wasn't like fucking amazing or anything, but it was good. Uh, and then yeah, so then Disneyland, and it was just a very nice celebration. It was very good. I was happy. Good. Well, yeah. since we've got to wrap it up shortly, we can spare any sort of education since you taught me about <laughs> you taught me about uh, Disneyland Paris so that's uh, that works for me if it works for you yeah that's fine All I'll right. take it so uh, we will hopefully reconvene uh, sooner dear listeners and have something out a little sooner but uh, we'll yeah. go ahead and work on a little scheduling thing off show because you said two weeks and my two weeks is kind of busy but I'll, I'll tell you why in a sec so uh, <laughs> thank okay. you thank you for listening this has been Blipcast Boring Lives Things about Podcast uh, you can email us at <laughs> blipcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash blipcast. Also on the tweets. What else do I say? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm at Ovacord. She's at Lady Laumi's. End of the show. Bye. Bye. <laughs>